Yes, it is day four of the National ANC Conference. Voting has taken place. We wait for results. Uh, what has likely occurred behind the scenes, we do not have much of indication at this stage, but there much speculation. Uh, in that regard, we are joined by Professor Andre Duvenager, political analyst. Uh, good morning and welcome to the program. Uh, good morning. Nice talking to you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so we know that the 4,000 or more delegates had casted their vote from yesterday afternoon, uh, going in the sequence of the different provinces. Uh, we now wait for the results. Uh, you know, what have you read into how the voting process has unfolded and also the possible horse trading that may have taken place uh, in the lead up to that? Okay, uh, let's first start by saying that there was controversies with regard to the registration process as well as the verification of candidates. And I think the numbers went down from something like 4,250 to just over 4,000. So uh, there were some problems. There were also rumors going around of uh, buying of votes and uh, playing around with uh, the voting list. So uh, there were rumors of this. But I don't think that is so important as the realignments that took place. We have seen a number of political realignments taking place in the last, well, 24 hours. And I'm going to mention a few. Uh, it seems as if the Zueli Makize camp is gaining a, a lot of momentum. Firstly, Skosazana Lamini Zuma was nominated from the floor for the position of president. But she rejected it, and she gave her support to Zueli Makize, which is a clear sign of confidence towards Zueli Makize. The same, in a way, happened to David Mabuza and, to a lesser extent, to Lendiwe Suzulu. Then, from the Limpopo province, Stan Matabata, who is not on the Ramaphosa slate, realigned with the Zueli Makize camp. And it seems as if there's also support for Zweli Makize coming the way from Gauteng in the name of Paul Mashatile, but also in terms of Pumalanga, Reed David Mabuza, and his support base there. And then also Northwest Province in some way or another. Now, taking this into consideration, I think where Ramaphosa should have been the favorite and definitely was the favorite two to three weeks ago before the Prima Facchia case, the investigation case in Parliament, I think the, the, the political landscape within the ANC changed in a fundamental way. And at the moment, it is really a closed contest, not only for the president alone, but for all of the rest of the so-called top seven candidates. And uh, maybe we can talk a bit about some of the names, but uh, I think it's really a 50-50 one between Ramaphosa. The pictures I have seen of Salo Ramaphosa is a guy that is really tired and uh, a person that uh, I'm not seeing the energy for the job. And it's also interesting that his right-hand man, Wedi Mantash, 
was not very popular in the conference, and he is uh, Ramaphosa's chairperson uh, candidate for the ANC position. So I think interesting developments we can expect if we can believe the ANC within the next hour or so. Yes, now, you talk about the top seven, the adding of that extra position as a second secretary general or deputy secretary general. Will that make any difference? You know, what sort of a role is that? And, you know, what, what is the uh, idea behind adding that uh, position to the list? Well, I think the number of motivations. In the first place, I think uh, the, the, the position of secretary general is a bit thin since Ace Shule left. And there was no strong candidates taking it over, so there was a bit of a power vacuum some way or another. But I think it has a lot to do with representativity. It's difficult to do the balancing act among all the different interest groups in the broad church, thinking about people uh, from different big provinces, Limpopo, Eastern Cape, Gauteng, and so on. Thinking about gender representativity. I think it was an attempt to make it a bit more open, especially to accommodate a woman candidate or two. Yes. Uh, going further onto the list, we've spoken about, uh, you know, the contestation of the uh, position for the president. If we move on to the next position, which is obviously the deputy president and uh, the, you know, what has unfolded there in terms of Ronald Lamola, Oscar Mabanyane, as well as Paul Mashatile. Yeah. In terms of nominations, Paul Mashatile is by far the strongest candidate. But uh, we have seen that... Uh, Mboyane is the candidate on the Ramaphosa slate. And Lamola is also close to Ramaphosa. So it seems as if there is a division uh, among the Ramaphosa support base. And saying that, that is definitely going to play into the hands of Paul Mashatile. Therefore, I'm thinking that Paul Mashatile uh, is currently the favorite to win that position. When we move further into the list uh, and uh, we look at some of the other mm-hmm. names that have come up, is there anything of surprise? Uh, do you think we'll have any upsets in any of the positions, uh, you know, unexpected, or is it pretty much going to unfold as expected? Well, to be honest with you, uh, I had my own expectations, but reading the, 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 the politics of the conference over the last 24 hours, I must tell you that where I had relative certainty that there will be people like, for example, Ramaphosa, Paul Mashatile, and so on. At the moment, it's a bit difficult. I am not sure the Ramaphosa site is standing too strong. He may make it, but I am not that sure that he will come out of this without compromises. I think, for example, Wedi Mantash is highly likely to lose his position. And according to my early assessment, I think Stan Matabata may be in a stronger position. When it comes to Secretary General, the guy from KZN, Nutuli, seems to be in a relative strong position. Paul Mashatile, deputy, I believe, is in a relative strong position. 
And I'm not sure where his loyalties lie. Is it with Ramaphosa or is it with the other camp? He's playing a very open game. When it comes to the uh, the, the deputies, Mbolo Mokonyane is standing a strong chance. Now she's linked to the RET groups coming from the Women's League. So uh, I think a lot of uncertainty. And it will be interesting to see how losers are going to react to their positions and how this will influence the dynamic within the ANC. And just on a last note, it's interesting, if Ramaphosa when I think in a way we can expect an adapted status quo of some sort. But if Zueli Mekizi is going to win, then we are going to expect quite the opposite. We may see a government change. We may say a, see a regime change or elements of a regime change. We may see the adoption of radical policy frameworks. I must tell you already, I can see the reaction of the RAND is very nervous to what is going on in terms of the conference, and the RAND is currently losing its value as a result of the high levels of uncertainty. Uh, in the past conferences, we had the issue of slate voting, and there'd been an t- attempt to move away from that by splitting the ballot. Uh, you know, does splitting the ballot really make a difference? And, uh, you know, is there still that uh, idea of slate voting? Well, uh, I have seen a number of slates. I have seen, for example, the Ramaphosa slate. But I know that Galema Motlante and his election committee would like to do away with the slate approach and would rather try to create an environment where groups are negotiate from one province to the other, uh, identifying a favorite candidate, let's say, in Pumalanga, also supported by KZN or the other way around. But it seems as if slate politics are still prominent and if slate politics are going to have an influence on the election. Yes, uh, certainly. Also now, in terms of uh, the next step, which would obviously be the voting of the NEC, uh, you know, what can we expect in that regard uh, when that takes place? Well, that is more difficult to predict. But it is very, very important because the NEC is the most important decision-making body of the organization between conferences. And I am expecting a more radical NEC and the NEC that will probably be a bit more hostile towards the incumbent leadership of Ramaphosa. It's not going to be that easy, but it's difficult. We are talking about 80, 90 people, so it's difficult to predict. It's sometimes dependent on the the qualities of an individual, their profile, their stature, etc. So it's really difficult to make any predictions at this point in time. What is, however, interesting is that uh, uh, there were letters written to uh, Tony Yengeni as well as Batamile Dlamini now not to compete, and I think Batamile Dlamini won the case in that sense. So there's also a lot of legal processes involved in all of this. And talking about legal processes, there's the Pala Pala thing, there's the findings of the Zondu Commission, 
There is the digital wipe scandals. All of these scandals are also somewhere in the bigger mix of things, making it very, very difficult to make any predictions. But I'm expecting a more political, ideologically radical NEC than was the case in the previous term. Yes, certainly. Do you think, uh, you know, there'll be much of a delay in terms of the announcing of the results? Uh, by your speculation, by what time will we have the results today? Well, the ANC is a completely unpredictable organization. And uh, the official argument they are, uh, will restart this morning at 9 o'clock. And from what I have heard, they are going to, to announce the names. But we know the, the ANC, we also know the nature of uh, uh, conferences and elections within an African context. We have seen, for example, ZANU-PF after national elections. They're not declaring anything. So if it's sometimes the wrong guy winning, you won't hear it too easily. But I have a lot of respect for Halema Motlante, for the processes he is driving, driving. And I think we will have the results definitely today, probably before 12 o'clock today. Thank you, uh, Professor Andre. Your time always appreciated on Radio Islam. You have a lovely day. Thank you, sir. Go well. Bye-bye. Yes, so that was uh, Professor Andre Duvenaghe chatting to us about the conference as we sit in limbo, waiting anxiously with excitement for the results to come through. And some of the important issues that he picked up on the political realignment that has taken place where certain candidates were known to be on a particular slate in the uh, Ramaphosa camp. Now they moved over and also the splitting of the vote and how that will affect. So, you know, things are have really, uh, you know, shifted during the course of the conference. And uh, as he spoke about the fact that, you know, uh, individuals uh, who you thought or in lead up to this conference, it seemed as though Ramaphosa was a favorite. Uh, if you had to just judge on the uh, sentiment around here and, you know, those making a noise, then it seemed that those Velikin Kiz is the favorite because of the chance. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean who is making more noise uh, is necessarily going to win. But if you just use that as some sort of a gauge, uh, gauging on what we are witnessing here at the conference, uh, it would seem that, that the scales are tilting in flavor of Zuelim Kize. Uh, Ramaphosa had a huge lead coming into it. Uh, the people making a noise at the conference seem to be in favor of Zuelim Kize. It may be a 50-50, it may be a tight one. Uh, as uh, Professor Andres said, is that... Uh, Ramaphosa don't seem to have the desire, the yearning for the fight. You know, he's compromised. What, what is in it for him? Just let him go and retire and enjoy his billions. But uh, he, those around him have pushed him to stay on. And it remains to be seen what will come from it. So that is where we are at the moment. Uh, you know, whatever comes from this, uh, you know, you will not emerge very strong. You will emerge, if he does emerge, with great compromises. Uh, and th that is where we are. The second position also, Paul Machetile, uh, who's obviously not in his camp. So uh, a lot of different factors. And it's all about balancing and keeping everyone happy. That is the name of the game at this stage. You know, keeping, trying to keep everyone happy. 
and uh, trying to appease the various factions. Uh, we've had people here yesterday talking about, you know, openly that they're supporting Zuelim Kizi. We've had people talking about uh, Ramaphosa. Uh, and there's been, you know, people, even though it was before the voting, uh, they said your vote is your secret, but I'm saying it is, and Batabile Damini said that. Uh, so that is where we are. We will continue bringing you rolling coverage straight to you.